What is going on, y'all? We are back with episode seven of Hoopish. We've made it. Episode seven. Lucky seven. <sighs> you feel lucky today? I'm feeling lucky. I'm feeling spicy. Spicy? I'm feeling really spicy. That's one word you absolutely want to hear. I have a, a few uh, things to get off my chest in this episode. Yeah. So we're going to talk a lot of bald today, a lot of NBA, a lot, just a lot of basketball in general. Yep. Um, first thing. We got to talk about the uh, the Clippers rebrand, right? I'm sure everyone saw that. New yes. logo, new jerseys, new arena. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think? I love that for the Clippers. I just want to say that first. I love that for them. But I think the execution in the jerseys was kind of mid, to be honest. Yeah. It didn't, it wasn't like spicy, exciting, new, different. I'm going to be honest with you. When I saw it, I couldn't really tell. Yeah. I mean, like the jerseys like look fine. They're not ugly. You know what I mean? But like every single day, like we log on to Twitter and people are like, remember how sick the jerseys were during the 90s when they had the giant logos all over the front, the crazy colors. And it still feels like every single time, like a new uh, like logo or jersey drops. Yeah. It's always like two colors max. It's always like two like kind of like muted colors. Facts. Um, No giant logos on the chest. Like, nope. When are we going to? get what we're asking for yeah it's literally either the same colors or completely like random opposite colors yeah like the clippers like because you know they're like that like red white and blue Facts. like you know like america red white and blue they Facts. even like t- tuned it down a little bit like a, like they mute the colors yes. like come on dude and, like the logo's fine but like it's too deep like i miss like yeah like the Vancouver Grizzly, like jumping off the fucking jersey at you. Where's that at? Yes. Where's that energy? If you want to do the sailboat, like have the sailboat like jumping off the page at you. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Kind of looks like a like a soccer badge, like a. And those like teams have had those logos for like a hundred like fifty years. Yeah. No, I I respect the classic logos, but I feel like teams like. Even the Celtics, like every time they do any type of city edition or anything like that, it's the exact same shit. Yeah. I'll give like the Lakers and Celtics a pass. Why? It's like so like, because, you know, we beg for the maximalism and all that. That, that. We're on the same page there. That's true. But like Lakers and uh, Celtics, it, it's like the Yankees. Like, you know how they got the pinstripes? It's like kind of similar. It's just like yeah, but ima- so good. It's like it's like fuck up proof. Okay, but imagine if the Yankees, like, I don't know, Y2K'd their shit or, like, did something out of the box. And you were like, the Yankees are going to wear that? I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, make it interesting. Yeah. Make it, like, yeah, Lakers, Celtics, iconic, historic I always rock with, like, a weird alternate jersey. Yes, for sure. for I the, want for it the, to be weird. Yeah, for the Celtics and Lakers, have, like, a dope third jersey. But, like, you know, the, the classics are good. But, like, the other, tw- what, 28 teams in the league all need massive rebrands and not, like, the Clippers. We need logos. Like, yeah. if you're the New Orleans Pelicans, like, I want the most, yes. like, crazy-looking pelican you've ever seen. I want bedazzled. I want it like, covering the entire chest of the jersey. Exactly. Bro, I think, Put some beads on it. Like, and everyone's asking for this. Like, everyone yes. is, like, bring back the 90s vibes, whatever. I think it what it is is just, like, every because you know like the clippers went and they probably just like paid some creative agency to like mock up a bunch of jerseys mock up a bunch of logos and we'll pick yeah. one respectfully they probably did yeah and the people well they did for sure um like and the people that run the agencies are like you know like 
what's millennials? It's like 40s, right? Is that a millennial? I believe so. Dude, there's like too many to keep track of. But like the guy that like is the head of creative at this agency and it's a good agency so they had to work their way up. It's probably like in their like, they're like mid 40s mm-hmm. and like, you know, hit like their creative peak when like, like, Kim Kardashian, Marie Kondo, like minimalism was a thing in like 2010. And you remember mm-hmm. like all the designer brands like switched like their fonts to like the exact same font, like minimalist yeah. font. Like yeah, yeah. it was like a big thing, like totally. early 2010s. Like, you know, there, it wasn't like a 23 year old that loves buying Vancouver Grizzlies jerseys off of AliExpress mm. that was like mocking these up. So you think that they need to Gen Zify it? Dude. Yeah, kind of low key. And it's yeah. so easy to shit on Gen Z and stuff, but like, yeah, fuck it. And it's also ironic though, because like Gen Z, like Gen Z is like kids, right? I mean, it's also us, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're the, but we're like, <laughs> we, the, we're the oldest Gen Z. We're aren't in the we? cusp, yeah, but yeah, 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 technically. You know, like younger ish people. But it's so ironic because Gen Zifying it would just be like bringing back, bringing the, the, back 90s, the 90s. You know what I yeah. mean? So like everyone wins. Like it's literally the definition of old school. And, you know, it's also pleasing. The youth, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Bro, just get more interesting. Yeah, just make it bold. Make it different. Do something we haven't seen before. I don't know. Or do exactly what we've seen before. Or bring the old stuff back. Yeah. Which, that actually makes sense because technically Gen Z wouldn't have seen it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I guess, yeah, Yeah. technically. Not like in real life, not in real time. Yeah. So that would be new to Gen Z. Okay, we Mm -hmm. we cracked the code. That's what you need to do. We cracked the code. Take notes. Yeah, no, the Clippers stuff, like, isn't ugly. Yeah, it's not ugly. It's just... Just give the people what they're asking for. Facts. I am excited for that. I am excited for that new arena, though. That will be dope. Dude, I think the Clippers might gain some momentum in LA, low-key. Yeah? Like, sick arena. And not even, like, sick, like, Mm -hmm. Cowboy Stadium sick, where it's just, like, fancy, but, like... Yeah. It's like built for atmosphere and mm-hmm. like I think I think it'll be cool. I also think that that's part of like the rebrand is I feel like just like I don't know building some new arenas, just making things different. You know what I yeah. mean? And like people in LA love like a little bit of glam. Like there's two soccer teams in LA. Yep. One's new and one is old. And like the new team, like completely took over just by like having a dope atmosphere and like mm-hmm. not like being like history merchants you know what i mean yeah no facts also around this week you saw of course you saw um victor webanyama obsessed is like the new like face of louis vuitton i love that for him so sick has there ever been like a seven foot four high fashion model low fashion model medium fashion model like in history ever and definitely not one that can dunk a basketball (laughs) Yeah, well, so, I think if you're no. seven four, you can dunk a basketball. Yeah, but I know what you mean. I know yeah, that can put like, up thirty points in an NBA. That's game. exactly. Yeah, that can I put up ten points. In I an don't NBA think so. Game. I mean, our seven foot models in like high fashion. That's not a thing. No, it's not a thing. It's like 0.1% of the population. So, so sick. Damn, Wemby's making it. history. Okay, Wemby. Makes sense. He's totally. A, he's a Parisian. 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 Yep. Where's my European culture at? Yeah. Um, so sick, dude. He's fashionable. Yeah. He joins LeBron. LeBron's been like a mm-hmm. ambassador, I guess, for Louis ever since like Pharrell took over. Yeah. And dude, it's like so apparent that like this is like gonna become yeah. the norm. I mean, you're Mr. League Fits, like the evolution from tunnel to then now being, you know, NBA players being the face of these high fashion luxury brands. What's next? Well, 
it's funny because like bro like 10 years ago like nba players like were like barely accepted in the high fashion world like why they just well a little bit of racism mm-hmm. a little bit of like just overseas shit like you know what i mean mm-hmm. um like i remember talking to like Dwayne wade and carmelo anthony styles about this and like uh i think it was i think it was Dwayne stylist kylie and she was like we had to like make a deck like explaining to like prada like who Dwayne wade was that way they would give him a seat at their sh- at like one of their shows what? you know in europe um and like that's obviously not like prada knows who lebron james and right. Dwayne wade and etc are now um so it started with like sitting at shows Mm -hmm. um now then it started with like seeding product for the tunnel but now like Mm -hmm. the league fits like universes like completely left the tunnel you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like these guys are going to be models these guys are going to like walk in a fashion show i think we're like less than five years away from like a high fashion show where like every single model is like a basketball player that'd be so sick Mm mm-hmm I would need to be front. You would need to be front row. I'd be pissed if I didn't get invited to that one. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, no, you'd have to get I mean, invited. Like, it's already starting. Like, you know, like Wemby and LeBron are in yeah. ads for Louis. Uh, Frank Jackson the other year, like shot the lookbook for fear of God. Mm-hmm. Um, Namias did their runway show. I think this was like two summers ago. And like mm-hmm. the entire set was like themed around basketball. Fire. Um, a few other brands and blank on names have like done like sets. that are like basketball inspired and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, dude, it's, it's going to be like so sick. Shay walked for Tom Brown last summer. Yeah. 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 Um, I was going to ask like, I'm so curious. Okay, wait, question for you. Do you think that guys now, especially in the tunnel, because, right, they know that there's going to be tunnel picks and all that type of stuff, do you think they're, like, low-key, like, practicing their walks? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Like, does a tunnel walk translate to the runway? Dude, I know for a fact... How do I say this without naming names? That like people, like NBA players, like have practiced their tunnel walk. No, you're kidding me. Not for no. sure. Like I've like, I've like seen videos of like guys in their apartment, like practicing walking with their clothes on. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that for them. Well, you got to know what it's going to look like in the tunnel. When totally. You're like, you know, cause it's, yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that's like a whole. Wow. Thing. Like, I know even, like, when I style, like, say, like, the Nasus, for example, like, mm-hmm. I'll be, like, see what it's like if you, like, put your hand in your pocket there. <laughs> and then, like, when he goes and, like, walks, like, he'll put his hand in his pocket or he'll put a hand on his bag or, like, whatever. Like, that's, yeah. like, totally a thing. Wait, but have you – okay, do you think there's, like, a learning curve, though, for guys to learn how to, like, really get off, like, a fit pick? Dude, absolutely. Look at, like, Miles Turner, like, four years ago, Facts. like, kind of nerdy. Not in a bad way, just, like, kind of nerdy. Mm-hmm. And now, like, like he knows what he's doing. Like, absolutely. There's definitely a learning curve. And yeah. it seems like we're at the point where there's, like, 350 dudes in the league. Like, yeah. 300 of them get it. Whereas, like, five years ago, it was, like, maybe 30, maybe yeah. 13, maybe three. They'd be the perfect models. It just makes sense. This, yeah. This trend forecast is going to happen. Yeah. Even like the, like LeBron, who's like six, eight, like two, three, like, like these guys are just like great silhouettes for clothes. Yeah. Even Wemby is making it look good, especially like in the oversized era. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, it's, it's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think the fashion world would accept like an all NBA runway show? Yeah, I think it's it's, they it's, have it's to. already on its way. Yeah. Yeah. Love that for you, Wemby. And I love the collab. I also love the picture where like 
I love how they used his wingspan. Oh, and I it was saw draped that. over. Oh, that was so fire. Yeah. I love that. I was like, okay. Shout out to the NBA players are just making sure that clothes can also just be made for regular tall people now. Yeah. I personally can't relate, but if I was tall, I could imagine that's difficult. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> we didn't really get into dandy style, but I did a whole deep dive on what dandy means. Apparently, Pharrell's uh, style is defined as dandy, and it's a man that like really prioritizes accessories. It's like the definition of dandy. Yeah, that's yeah. like the Merriam-Webster. So who do you think in the NBA has the epitome of a dandy style? Give me the definition one more time. It's like a man who really like prioritizes accessories and just having a very like sophisticated look. Tyrese. Halliburton? Of course. Yeah. Oh. The Peaky Blinder himself. Would you? Because I also was looking at Pharrell's style. I kind of see some like... Maybe a little bit of similarities. Yeah. The hats. Like, yeah, hats. It's almost like kind of costumey, but like not in a corny mm-hmm. way. Because usually when it's like, oh, someone looks like they're wearing a costume, it's corny. Mm-hmm. But like with like Tyrese and Pharrell, like it's not like Pharrell. Like you saw he sat courtside in like a cowboy Louis Vuitton outfit. Yeah. Like, you know, that's a costume. Pharrell's not a cowboy, but like it looks so sick. Yeah. Same with like Tyrese Halliburton's not a Peaky Blinder or a mailman right. or a like 1920s New York City detective. Mm-hmm. But it like is a costume that looks dope. So I do yeah. kind of see this. That's a dandy man. Mm. Yeah. I feel like Tyrese would rock an LV collab or like the glass. You know how he, all- he wears those glasses? Yeah. Like some LV, I don't know, glasses that look fire. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else dandy style? Let's start so- using dandy in like regular uh, conversations. I know. Ever since I looked up the definition, I was like, okay, dandy. I'm surprised you didn't say say Jeremy Sojan. <laughs> I love Jeremy Sochan. I know you do. Yeah. His style's dandy. That's the NBA player I don't know that I would like love to hang out with. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about his style? No sneakers. Mm. Even though I love wearing sneakers, I love like guys that can like pull off and are dedicated to like building outfits not around sneakers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It takes too long to break in Doc Martens for me, but uh, I, I like it for the other guys. That's why I haven't bought Doc Martens. Yeah. Because I refuse to break them in. Yeah. No, his style is totally dandy. I saw League Fitz posted the pic of Wemby and Jeremy. I loved that sweater, that neon green sweater that he was wearing. Yeah. That was so fire. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. And Wemby really likes that cowboy hat. I love I love all the cowboy I'm here for all the cowboy cosplay, whatever. Cowboy's in on the internet. Yeah. Cowboy like this yeehaw. I'm an internet thing. I'm an internet cowboy myself. Okay. And Beyonce's about to drop a country album. Yeah. So country's yeah. in. I love it. All right, let's transition to college basketball because we gotta talk about court storming. Dude, this is like a debate every year. People get so <sighs> fake mad. You're about to be real mad, aren't I'm, you? I'm I'm like no, I'm triggered. Yeah, I'm triggered by by court storming, but well, I I need to hear your hot take first. What do you think about well, it? Well, this is all coming around because that kid on Duke, Kyle Flipikowski, mm-hmm. Flipikowski, Flipikowski. Yeah, we'll say Flip. We're just gonna say Kyle. Kyle. So Kyle on Duke, they lost. I think it was Wake Forest, and the Wake yeah. Forest kids stormed the court, and he like initiates contact with the kid that like, like pushes a kid, and then he kind of gets mixed into the kids like uh, storming the court. And then they were like, he's injured. It's a knee injury. 
Then it was an ankle sprain. Yep. And then it was a bruise. And then it somehow became, he's just a little bit sore. Yeah. Um, people are just like fucking fake mad about, you know who wants to get rid of court storming? Who? People that fucking lose and get the, the court stormed on Oh. Them. Yeah. Dude, damn, court storming is like take. part of what makes like college sports so cool. You know what I mean? Like, totally. Like totally. that's like. That, you know, like if someone storms court, stormed the court at an NBA game, that's stupid. But like, dude, part of the magic of college sports is just like kids whiling out, you totally, know, on the yeah. court, off the court, whatever. And I'm not like a huge college sports person, but like, yeah, I can admit like that shit's dope. Like the bands, like playing crazy stuff, the chants, this court storming, the field yeah. storming. Like, dude, if you like get rid of that, like it's like college, like college sports are just beat without kids whiling out that's what makes it great because it's worse than the nba the players are worse you know so on and so forth mm, okay so you can't get rid of like the magic so you feel like court storming wouldn't work in the nba because the players are too high too valuable well no it's just grown grown people in the stands that would just be boring no one wants to see grown men storm a court in Oklahoma. I guess, yeah, like drunk grown men storming a court is a little... Yeah, like it's, that's just lame. It's over the top. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen for a reason. Yeah. I don't think grown men want to storm a court. But what makes college sports cool... I think they cool, do want to storm the court. I just think they yeah, Maybe can. those Oklahoma City fans that <laughs> yeah. storm the Capitol, storm the court. It's all the same oh, to them. no. Oh, no. <laughs> Triggered. No, but anyway, like what... <laughs> Kids are what makes college sports great. Yeah, so, like, totally. let kids do kid shit. Okay. I agree with you. Except I court storming to me is the equivalent of mosh pitting. And I have a very personal qualm with mosh pitting. Yeah. I'm triggered because as someone that has been caught in the middle of a mosh pit, surrounded by kids oh what concert okay backstory i went to the ace i was in college mm -hmm. i went to the asap for a concert and i was like oh my god this is lit you know we're on the floor all types of things and then he plays what's the song he's like do 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 um i'm like blanking on the ASAP that was the for same concert. note <laughs> oh, <laughs> i know I forget this song, but he plays the most popular yeah. song. And next thing you know, I get pushed to the middle. And I watched the clip of that uh, court storm recently. And I saw the very first person who ran onto the court was in the middle. And I got triggered because I'm like, that was me. So when you get thrown into a, the middle of a mosh pit, then everybody swarms in on yeah. you. So I get trampled. I fall to the ground. Someone steps on my glasses. I'm getting multiple concussions. This is over some damn ASAP Ferg song. And then this six foot something man saves my life. He sees me on the ground, grabs me. He's like, you're going to get seriously injured and protects me from everyone else throwing elbows and mosh pitting. And when I saw the court storm, all I could think was, someone's gonna get hurt because i got hurt nobody so, nobody got hurt kyle did he got fake hurt oh my gosh he's a little bit sore they said okay and i was a lot of it and he initiated the contact okay but kyle has way more value than college me out of asap for concert he, but it's his fault he initiated the contact and it's ASAP Ferg's fault because he then played the song again. And that I was got that was like a non-consensual thing. But like all the other kids storming the court, they do it. They consent to doing it. 
I think concert goers consent to being a part of a mosh pit. Kind of. I mean, like, I used to, like, love that shit. And now, like, I I'm, know like, you up, did. And, like, I go to shows where even that happens. Like, I'm chilling in the back. So, would you participate in a court storming? At 27? No, 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 no. At 21. Absolutely. I wouldn't. See, I wouldn't. I would. And be- that's cool. So, you don't have to. Because I'd be like, but you're I'm trying to take away hurt. everyone else's, so you, no one else should be able to do it. Because are you're, you you're, saying I'm you're afraid? Maybe yeah. rightfully afraid. Yes, Th- that's what I'm saying. Is so like no one else should have fun. I see the fear in court storming. I see why it's dangerous. Look, I'm all for a good time, good vibe, go crazy, wild out. But you don't want to get hurt. Imagine if Kyle actually did tear his ACL. He didn't. But what if he did? Then it'd be his fault because he initiated the contact. Damn. With someone like half his size. That dude's like 6'10". Well, I I fear for Kyle in that moment. He I was initiated watch- the contact. <laughs> I know that. Like if you start... Maybe he didn't know what he was doing. He was caught up in the Like moment. if I like shove someone on the subway and then they like beat the shit out of me or I, I shove someone on the subway and I slip and fall, like it's my fault. It's totally your fault. Yeah. Just like it's everyone else's fault for participating in the court storming. I just see the other side of it where it's, it is dangerous. So you think we should get rid of it? <sighs> I do. Boom. I know. Boomer that is take. so not fun. Boomer take. Boomer take. Damn, not boomer take. Boomer take. I just, I don't want, you know, people to get hurt. It's crazy. It's, it's wild. I think that you should just, you know act crazy in the stands and trash talk and remember that one time that someone did get seriously hurt court storming no really where was it i don't know this wasn't even a court storm but i don't know why i just keep thinking of like malice at the palace i don't know so you can't name a time someone got hurt court storming there has to be a time i can't name it off the top of my head but there has to be a time someone got hurt the odds must be pretty bad well, Kyle almost got hurt. He didn't. I'm, I'm team Kyle. He's fake hurt. Damn. It didn't look like he was fake hurt. He looked hurt emotionally. So I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got you, Kyle. I'm on, I'm on your side. Um, speaking of, this isn't like players being hurt, but we got to talk about <laughs> some petting. <laughs> I guess, I don't know, maybe emotionally hurt. Yeah. We got to talk about the level of petty of the Heat. We're going to transition to the league. Mm-hmm. The Miami Heat players having a watch party during their suspension. Yeah. And Jimmy got, posting. <laughs> a, f- a few guys like got into like a little fight in their previous game, right? Yep. So then like, I guess if you're suspended, like you're not even, actually I know this because one of my friends got suspended once. You're not even like oh. allowed in the arena on game day. Wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, like if you're suspended for a game, you can't even like show up to work. You can't be in the suite. You can't go period. What? Yeah. Dang. I know someone that one time got suspended for like a Sunday afternoon game and he was like, it was, it was great. I stayed home and I hung out with my kids and the, yeah. my girlfriend, like it was great. Yeah. Um, anyway, so what they did was they like hosted like a watch, but they watched the game together, like <laughs> got wings, like they had food. <laughs> that was like so sick. Yeah. That was the definition of certified level petty. If Slam suspended you for fighting someone at work they're like yo sway like you're just you're not coming to work for the next tomorrow bet because you fought ian when he stormed the the court 
Um, what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, what are you doing on your day off? Okay. I'm going to do exactly what they did and I'm going to take it a step further. Okay, it depends. If I felt like I was getting suspended for a stupid reason, like you storm the court and I'm like, Ian, what are you doing? No, exact, ex- doing? exact, like same situation as Jimmy Butler. You fought someone at work. It's like a rival to slam. We don't even have to name it because we no free clout. But say Facts. like a slam rival pulled up. You guys got in a fight. Slam was like, yo, we're going to suspend you a day. Yeah. So it's like, boom, exact same parallel. I'm having a day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be all over my Instagram story because I want to be just as petty as Jimmy mm-hmm. is. And I'm going to take myself out. We're getting sushi. We're going shopping. I might go to the movie theaters matinee. And it's going to be all over the Instagram story. So you're making like a good use of your day off. Yeah, I'm having a day. Yeah. And you know, I thought about this once because I almost got suspended in high school. Yeah, for wait, for what? For for bullying. For bullying? <laughs> for being really mean. I shouldn't laugh. It's not funny. Don't bully kids, but I did I I was really mean to someone in high school and I almost got suspended. This was like before bullying became illegal. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> Before bullying got canceled. (laughs) And so my school was like, we might suspend you. And I remember I was in eighth grade. I thought about it. I was like, where's the kid you bullied now? I don't know, but I hope she's doing well. I I really do. I'm I'm really sorry. She? She. I bullied a girl. You know what was so crazy? I actually didn't bully her. My two friends bullied her on my behalf. That's what was even crazier. Like, Mm. it seems like I orchestrated... Actually, that was exactly the terminology they used. I orchestrated a bullying incident in school. So you were a bullying mastermind. <laughs> I guess I was. And I remember sitting in my dean of discipline's office thinking to myself, if I get suspended and my mom isn't that mad, I don't know why she would not not be mad, but if she isn't that mad, what am I going to do? I never even got in detention. So I was like, damn, three days suspension from school? What would I do? I remember being like, well, you would be getting sushi and going to matinee movies. <laughs> That's what I would want to do. Yeah. So if I got suspended from my job now that I'm an adult and I don't have to report to my mom or anyone, I'm having a day and we're putting it on the Instagram stories so Ian can see. Yeah. So that you can see Everyone everything can see that I'm doing. how much fun you're having with your day off. Yeah. Wait, what are you doing? Um, it feels like we both are going to hit different parts of the Jimmy thing. Okay. You're hitting the part where like, you're going to have fun on your day off. Yeah. Um, but notice you actually didn't do anything that has to do with work. You're making sure everyone at work knows how much fun you're having. Facts. Um, which Jimmy did, but he also was still locked into work. Me? I guess. I'm having someone set up a live stream of the office. No. And I'm watching my coworkers work, which oh. is also part of what Jimmy Butler did and those okay. guys did. You're a stalker. That's stalking nah, your coworkers. I just got to stay locked in. Can't be out of the loop. How am I supposed to provide shareholder value if I'm out of the loop? <laughs> First of all, Jimmy's probably watching plays and all sorts of stuff. What mm. are you watching? People walking to the, the water bubbler and back? Dude, understanding office culture is all a part, is like a major part of like being a contributor in an office. Ian, I feel like if if Slam ever found out that you had set up a live stream to Not watch, cool. I'll post myself watching it like Jimmy did. 
Now you're going to admit to the world that you're stalking the office? I care about my job. Wow. That is creepy. Also, stalking is secret. It wouldn't be in secret. Like set me up, just put a put a put a laptop in the put a laptop in the corner. Zoom, my face is on it. Everyone's like, "There's Ian over there." I'm on mute, can't talk. I'm suspended, (laughs) you know. Yo, that is crazy. That is Jimmy. Let us know what you think about how we would spend our suspension. Yeah, because that is crazy. But I'm here for the level of pettiness, honestly. Mm -hmm. When I saw it on Jimmy's Instagram stories, first of all. I thought it was just one clip, and then I saw he really did, like, post the entire dinner, including, I think they were eating sushi or Japanese food Mm -hmm. or something like that. And when I saw it, I was like... I'm doing the same. I'm eating sushi while I watch The Office. Fat. Yeah. That's where we agree. We would both take ourselves to a nice... We're both eating sushi, but I'm still locked in. But you're stalking, and I'm just going about my business and enjoying my day. taking a UPO on, on... unpaid time off <laughs> yes isn't yeah. that what a suspension is basically i'm taking you you upi unpaid no up i'm also taking you unpaid time to and, work yeah observing upo upoo <laughs> unpaid time oh my god observing office <laughs> well i i aspire to be i mean first of all i hope Slam, don't ever suspend us. But if you do... Just know I'll be locked in and sway one of us. Yeah, Ian will be locked in. I'm going to be going about my day and not stalking the office and everyone in it. Um, but I aspire to one day achieve Jimmy's level of pettiness. I feel like he might be one of the pettiest players in the league. Yeah, I feel like players are getting more and more. So like there was like the petty. Michael Jordan Isaiah Thomas era which was petty. Yeah. Then everyone became best friends, but I think we're like getting back to being petty in the league again, which is which is good. And I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I feel like whenever players are petty, I'm like that's what I want to do in my head in mm-hmm. my own life, but I'm too like emotional, sensitive. I'm too nice as a person. Whereas I feel like someone like you <laughs> like can actually be very petty. Like you stalking the office is Whoa, petty. Whoa, we're just throwing around these words. <laughs> you taking U P O O or whatever you just called yeah. it is petty. But I'm here for it. I love that you know players are like, I don't know, just honestly doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah, it's that, dope. yeah. And speaking of like being emotional, let's also talk. This is kind of the other side of it. Jimmy was like having a nice dinner watching his team. But we also saw like Paolo got really emotional after a game winner. And that's how I actually feel inside as a person. Yeah. Like I want to be Jimmy Butler level petty. What's your equivalent of crying after a February win over the Detroit Pistons? In my life? Yeah. Like in my personal What's your life? equivalent? Um, I would say my equivalent. Actually, this happened to me recently is when I got taken out by my boyfriend to a really nice steak dinner. I'm talking an expensive steak. Yeah, but an expensive steak dinner. No, no, that's no. I didn't finish. And then I left the leftovers at the restaurant. And I started crying. Bad example. That's like How's that a bad example? That's like beating the like a steak and you left an expensive steak. That's like the Celtics. You know, like a good <laughs> team. 
I was devastated. He, he, he cried out after like a February went over the Pistons. That's true. That's I like guess his, crying his, over his like, was happy tears. Yeah, happy tears. Yeah. That's like crying because your McDonald's was so good. That's actually Loki happened to me. Yeah, it's there. That's yes. the equivalent. That's no, the equivalent that, right there. That's actually ha- happened mm-hmm. to me. I ate McDonald's so much in high school. I one time got the best. I'm talking the best McChicken. Of, do they still make McChickens? Yeah, bro. They're like four dollars now. No, it's fucked. They were one dollar. I know. Anyway, I had I had a one dollar McChicken, which I promise you will taste better than these four dollar ones. Mm-hmm. And I used to put cheese on my McChickens, mm-hmm. like special order cheese. And then I used to mix mayo and ketchup and put that on there. Yeah. And I ate that so much in high school. Even me thinking about it now makes me really emotional. That's my game winner. <laughs> like, first of all, it was affordable. Yeah. It was $1. We didn't have, I didn't have money in high school. Beating the Detroit Pistons <laughs> affordable, so. <laughs> that is my Detroit Pistons win. Is my $1 like one dollar menu mcchickens make, making it my way yeah what about you what's yours in your life oh i i don't i, I don't know if i would have cried after a detroit <laughs> pistons went in february i oh. love paulo bancaro by the way he's like the next coming of like lebron he's so good yeah but it was kind of funny <laughs> i thought it was sweet it was sweet it is sweet it is like okay like i don't know i don't know it was so sweet. You see when like Caleb Williams like cried in his mom's arms after that USC yeah. game in the fall. Dude, that like that made me cry. So I get it. I'm not hating on crying. But then you saw Paolo and you thought it was funny. <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> well, I'm here for men in the league showing more of their emotions, yeah. even too. if it's happy tears. Me too. You know what I mean? The <laughs> I will say, do you remember when like LeBron was so emotional in the playoffs and he collapsed to the ground. Do you remember that? I'm like blanking on what. Do you remember that? No, that was funny. No, when he collapsed to the ground after like the Celtics, that Celtics (laughs) game with the no call, that was peak LeBron. That had me in tears. Now that's an emotional funny. I saw Paolo and I was like, I love that for you, Paolo. You did that. Your team trusted you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So... Men should cry. Men should cry. I support that. Shout out the men who cry, whether it's for funny or sadness or whatever. We support it. We support it. Yeah. Love you, Paolo. We love men who cry. Shout out the fellas. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye.